are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That is how you uh, decide to make a statement. That's how you come out and say, we're not taking any more of that crap, brew crew. A decisive victory over the Milwaukee Brewers. Cardinals beating them 13-5 to behind a stellar offense. Oh, my goodness. What a fun game to watch. Woo. It's Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. My name's Moose Michaels. Good morning. Welcome to April 23rd, 2019. We're going to recap the game in our first segment. In our second segment, we'll do a quick look at our uh, upcoming second game of the series. But let's talk a little bit about Dexter Fowler in that uh, <laughs> in that second segment. As always, you can uh, find Locked on Cardinals on the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. You can also get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, your smart device, whether that's using Siri, uh Alexa, Google Home, you know, whatever the case might be, we're there. All you got to do is activate your smart device, you know, your keyword, whatever the case might be. And then you just say, play podcast, Locked on Cardinals. Pretty easy peasy stuff. All right, let's get right to it. The game tonight was a lot of fun. That's that's really the only way to put it. Seemed like every Cardinal got a hit. In fact, every Cardinal did get a hit except for Marcelo Zuna. Goldschmidt, or excuse me, Matt Carpenter, two for four. Goldschmidt, three for four with a big home run. Three RBI, a walk in that game. Uh, Carpenter had a walk, too. Goldschmidt didn't strike out at all this game. His, uh, he's gotten his average on the season up to 270. Are we all okay now with that? Are we all okay with, with Paul and Goldschmidt. Paul DeYoung, two for five. Uh, Ozuna, 0 for four. Jose Martinez, two for three. Molina, one for four. Fowler, the player of the night. The man of the evening. Four for five. His uh, rehabilitation in St. Louis, I believe, is nearly complete. Juan going one for three. Uh, Flaherty, 0 for two. Now, I didn't count Flaherty in that nearly every Cardinal got a hit thing. It's out of Ozuna. Uh, see, Fowler also got a really nice home run in the fourth inning off of Hauser as well. Flaherty's pitching uh, six innings, four runs on three hits. Uh, he had one walk, ten strikeouts, giving up three home runs. I believe I heard Dan McLaughlin say this might be the first time in Cardinals history that two pitchers have won games back-to-back despite giving up three or more home runs. Uh, Brevia coming on in relief, pitching an inning, as well as Leon and Gallegos, all pitching uh, one inning apiece. Brevia got a couple of strikeouts, Leon a strikeout, Gallegos a strikeout, also uh, giving up a couple of hits and uh, one run. I believe he gave up a home run there at the end. The uh, Brewers striking out 14 times in that series. And I'm proud to say, did we figure him out? at least for tonight. Yelich going 0 for 4, bringing his batting average down to a very paltry and meek 337. Tell you what, 
It wasn't for the lack of trying. Now, there's a lot of things that happened in this game. Uh, the Cardinals broke up the scoring early uh, in the second. Adding on to it in the fourth, Brewers come on to tie it in the fifth, but then uh, the Cardinals adding a couple of more, making it 5-3 to three at the end of the fifth. 5-4 uh, to four Brewers at the top of the sixth, but then in the bottom of the seventh, every Cardinal decided we are all going to pitch in and make this game a winner. Seven runs in the seventh inning. Um, seemed like every time you turn around, the bases would be loaded. There'd be no outs, one out, something like that. My wife was like, how long is this going to be going on? We were watching the game and even the people in the crowd seemed to be thinking, golly, come on. I, I feel like Matt Carpenter struck out on purpose just to try to get the inning over with. They scored another one in the eighth and then in the, the Brewers got the one home run in the ninth final score, 13 to five. And man, that is that's really what you want from uh, that's what you want from a game. And the Cardinals, honestly, the Cardinals need to go and win the next two. They need to sweep. They need to sweep in this. Um, of course, uh, Hauser, I believe it was his uh, pitching day, his starting debut, giving up five earned runs on nine hits, three strikeouts, gave up a couple of home runs, one walk, and uh, Barnes was the one that really. He only got a third of an inning in, giving up five runs on three hits and a couple of walks. Yeah. We all know what that feels like, though, right? When the when the bullpen just craps the bed. We know what that's like. So let's not be too hard on them. Uh, so right now, according to the standings, Pittsburgh and St. Louis tied for first. Pittsburgh 12 and 8, St. Louis 13 and 9. And uh, Milwaukee now a game back behind St. Louis, 13 and 11. The Cubs in fourth place, 10 and 10. And Cincinnati, 8-13 on the season. St. Louis with a plus-29 run differential. Ooh, they are really hitting the ball well. The offense really, really clicking. Uh, let's see. What else happened to this game? Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, his nine home runs in March and April, it's the third most by a Cardinals player in those combined months behind only two people. Do you know who that is? Only two. Uh, hold on, hold on. We got to get the music going. We're gonna make this our uh, trivia impossible question. Paul Goldschmidt has hit nine home runs in March and April. It's the third most by a Cardinal player in those months combined, behind only who? There's two players here. Who are they? That's our uh, trivia impossible question for today. Bonus points if you can uh, give me the years. And the amount of home runs as well. Third most by a Cardinals player in April and or March and April combined behind only two players. You know who it is? Trivia Impossible today. Oh, yeah. Normally to go to our break there, but uh, not just yet. All right. So uh, you could give me your answers on Twitter. Just tweet me at LockedOnSTL or... Uh, at Moose Michaels. Did I even say my name earlier? I was asleep on the couch after the game was over. Uh, hold my little boy. So I, I may not be completely here. Okay, anyway, Dexter Fowler has collected four hits, matching his career high the fifth time, which was uh, the last time, was uh, June 9th of 2013 in a game against San Diego. Scored three runs, had four RBI, and uh, let's see. It's, he's hit safely in his last four games, 
And um, I'll tell you what, he's really coming around again. We're going to take a closer look at him coming up in our second segment. Carpenter had his uh, 270th career double, now tied with Pepper Martin for 15th all-time in Cardinals history. Colton Wong has had an RBI in six of his last eight games. Marcelo Zuna, an RBI in four straight games versus Milwaukee. He walked in a run. Uh, Lane Thomas and uh, Drew Robinson both had some uh, pretty good hits. Uh, Matt Wieters. Let's have a Matt Wieters appreciation moment just for a second. How many teams have a an all-star catcher for their backup catcher? Wieters still got it, too. He collected a nice little clutch hit today. Anyway, the Cardinals have won eight of their last nine home games, four games above five hundred, and they've posted a season-high 13 runs and 18 hits. So uh, they're really, uh, really clicking the offense, and they need to keep this going. Let's let's put the foot on the gas, let's step on the brew crew's neck, and let's put a couple of more games distance in between us. And let's salvage really what should have been even more distance because you had 10 games against these guys in uh, March and April combined. And uh, you won some of them. You probably needed to win a few more. I'm just saying. Okay, uh, can we all agree that was a fun game? A very fun game? I think so. Coming up next, going to be talking uh, Dexter Fowler and uh, taking a look at the next game against the Brewers. It's all right here on Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Be sure to listen to us in the brand-new Himalaya podcasting app. If you haven't checked this out, it's free on the App Store. you got curated playlist. you got a beautiful UI. You've got everything you could possibly want in a podcast player. It's how I listen to my podcast. It's how you should listen to your podcast, too. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead... That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all... No more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Moose Michaels with you, and you can catch us on the uh, brand-new Himalaya podcasting app, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Mm -hmm. uh, on a personal note, this new job kind of really kicking my butt. Really wanted to go to sleep, and I'm not going to lie, I had to make myself come in the studio <laughs> and uh, do this podcast. I'm going to be heading off to work again here 
in just a little bit. So, uh, game two of these three games set against the Brewers, 6.45 p.m. Central Time, Bush Stadium tonight. Ponce de Leon making a spot start against uh, Davies, against the uh, who's representing the Brewers, and uh, Davies 2-0 on the season with a 1.19 ERA. Of course, uh, Michael Wanka now on the injured list with uh, something that's going on with his knee. I'm not real sure about Wanka. Maybe, maybe that's the only thing you can really count on when it comes to Wanka is the fact that you can't really be sure what's going on with him. Uh, anyway, Ponce de Leon, uh, not really done too much uh, at all this season, obviously. And uh, his opponent on the mound, Zach Davies, he's not been too shabby. Four games, got a 2-0 record on the season, a 1.19 ERA. 22 and two-thirds innings pinched, 15 strikeouts on the season, that whip at 1.28. And uh, over his uh, last seven games, that's where he's uh, picked up all those stats. And let me tell you, this guy is something else, at least right now. It doesn't seem to matter if he's pitching against righties, lefties. He's better against lefties than righties. Nothing else. The only the only kind of blip on his radar, on Zach Davies' radar, is when you get some ducks on the pond uh, because that ERA balloons to 54 when runners are at first and third. Maybe he's having to split his attention. I'm not real, real sure about that. So the Cardinals uh, really need to keep it that scoring. Maybe they can uh, keep that going as well. Um, Daniel Ponce de Leon. Coming up again for that spot start, and he is uh, well. He's a let's let's face it. He's the kind of guy that was made to kind of step in for this kind of role. That fastball velocity and fastball spin, according to Baseball Savant, uh, pretty good. And his curveball spin is a well above average, well above average. Uh, now, as far as the results on the season, though. Just have to wait and see. He carries a 5.06 ERA at home games where he is 0-2. When he's uh, at away games, 0.53. And uh, the bulk of his trouble comes in the fourth inning. About, I guess, when you're making your way through that lineup the second time. ERA is 6.23. So um, the offense, again, really needs to be clicking here to help back up uh, Ponce de Leon. So that he doesn't, you know, get in too much trouble. It's a lot easier to pinch when, you know, you're, you're scoring 13 runs on 18 hits, right? <laughs> so the game tonight, uh, the game later on tonight ought to be a pretty good one. Again, 645, Zach Davies taking the mound for the Brewers, taking on Daniel Ponce de Leon uh, for the Cardinals at game 645 p.m. Central. And uh, you can catch it on your local Cardinals radio affiliates. Uh, also going to be on Fox Sports Midwest. And uh, I suppose if you're a Brewers fan, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but if you're a Brewers fan, you could also catch it on Fox Sports. With, with, I can't talk. Wisconsin. Is that better? All right. Let's talk uh, very quickly about Dexter Fowler. Uh, what's going on with him? Last year, batting 182 on the season. Seemed like he struck out every time he turned around. Him and Matheny having big fights. Um. Finally taken out of the lineup, put on the injured list, and uh, he said he was playing hurt over the offseason. And uh, lots of calls. Go sign Bryce Harper. you got a generational talent out there. Just just cut bait on Dexter Fowler and just call it a loss. 
how about we we all need to take a look and see exactly what's happening. Fowler obviously has some talent left to contribute. And I'll be the first to say it. Dexter, I don't know if you listen to the podcast or not. What I do know is I need to apologize to you for thinking that you didn't have anything left, when obviously you do. For the month of April, 52 at-bats, Dexter Fowler batting 308. that on-base percentage, 379. He's slugging 404, picking up his first home run last night. And uh, if he continues like this, it makes the lineup that much deeper. With Wong batting the way he is, the lineup is that much deeper. At what point do you move, maybe move some stuff around, maybe Goldschmidt down to third? That That is one thing I'd like to see is Goldschmidt move down to third. Let's try Fowler out in the two spot. Or maybe you don't mess with Fowler. Maybe the fact that he's batting well where he is, you know, and you got to look at it. A lot of this stuff started taking off, too, when he uh, when he started playing center field again. So uh, we'll, we'll just have to see how he how he continues to go. Uh, he does he does the best, obviously, when there's no outs and um, batting uh, 357 with no outs. He had a, three strikeouts now with one out, batting 269, and, of course, two outs, 227. I feel like Fowler's rehabilitation in St. Louis is nearly complete. And this game where he was getting lots of hits, hit the big home run, the crowd was cheering for him, he had that smile on his face. It was really kind of cool to see him, the big jumping high five after that home run. Uh, I think this is going to be the, forgive me for being dramatic, I feel like this is going to be the moment where the Cardinals finally gel together. Everybody else is kind of clicking. Fowler's finally clicking too. And there it was a pretty ugly time it, from the sound of it in the clubhouse with what was going on with Fowler. And now that it's all clicking and everything is going, I feel like this team may have finally found its identity. You know, you've you got your linchpin in the lineup with Paul Goldschmidt. You got your veteran presence with Yadier Molina. You got Dexter bringing some fun, making things a little bit loose to kind of counteract how serious Paul Goldschmidt can be. Colton Wong really contributing towards the bottom of the lineup. You got Matt Carpenter doing his thing, get on base. Marcelo Zuna being the cleanup hitter the Cardinals always wanted him to be. Paul DeYoung continuing to have, I truly believe he's in a breakout year. Fowler getting it together. Fowler finding his identity in this lineup and knowing what he needs to do, I think is the final puzzle piece of this team. If the pitching can hold it together, if they can continue to know or do what they've been doing, I don't think it's at all improbable to say the Cardinals are going to run away at this division. If they keep it up, they're going to go through dry spells. It's not going to be like this all the time. But if for the most part, if they can keep everybody going, I think there's no reason, no reason at all that you can't have this team win 95, 96, 97, 98 games. And all because Fowler finally started clicking. I mean, it. maybe a little dramatic, but you're only as strong as your weakest link, as, as, as cliche as that sounds. And you got to have Dex out in the field. 
He's been better on defense. He's now being better at the plate. I think Dex is going to find out that he likes St. Louis probably a lot more than he realized. And maybe he's given St. Louis a chance finally. Because it sounds like St. Louis is giving him a chance. Hope you enjoyed the show. we got to wrap things up, but I will be back tomorrow morning. We'll watch the game tonight, 6.45 p.m. Central Time, Brewers-Cardinals. Let's hope for another Cardinals win. And, uh, yeah, catch us on the brand-new Himalaya podcasting app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your smart device. You know how to listen to us. So until then, you drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.